off the ball. I don't think Springboks are in crisis because you would hate for a team that is so phenomenally good a year out from the World Cup to be world number one and then to go out in the quarterfinal. Yes, yeah, Stephen, we, we need to subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Delighted to say that the Talton Cup winning manager, former Westmeath manager Jack Cooney, is on the line. Morning, Jack. Morning, lads. How are you? Good. Former Westmeath manager. It pains me a little bit. How does it sound to you? Oh, very painful. <laughs> um, very painful, but very, very thankful for the four great years I had there. And uh, my my previous involvement over the, the years before that as well. So, but look at it. I'm not I'm not going anywhere either. I'm still going to be working towards the future of Westmead and and really looking forward to that. Yeah, like in one way, it's an unbelievable way to bow out. Like it's the most successful year since 2004. But in another way, what a wrench! Given I I know you talk about obviously all the way back to to your playing days, but particularly over the last five years. Yeah, we had. Um, yeah, we had some great, great times. We we had a great, great bond and a great environment, and that was that was kind of um, really evident after we won the Talton Cup this year. So I guess there's really no good time to leave, um, but you know when a, an opportunity presents itself like it did, it's very very difficult to turn it down. And you know, uh, secondary to. My love and passion for Westmead football, I, I also love coaching and this is a really, really good opportunity to develop myself personally and hopefully bring it back into the realms of, of Westmead down the line. Um, you touch on, on the culture that was there and I certainly interested during the year, uh, during the year listening to your chats with Jerry Russell and with the, the wider press indeed about your relationship with the players and the culture and the community that you want to uh, to instil there. You came across as... Um, very thoughtful in terms of, in terms of supporting the player group. Was that a big mantra for you over the last five years? I think what was what, what I, from the get go one of the important things that I wanted to get across was um, the whole the, our, our collective responsibility to try and drive Westmead forward. You know that 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 was first and foremost one of our motivations and and, and always something that we work towards. So. Like we, players and coaches and managers come and go, but Westmead will always be there. So I wanted to have something that that both everybody that's involved in the group can leave something after them and leave it in a better place. And I know that's probably a little bit cliched at the moment, but it's it's very very important. And I I always said from my own personal perspective, I wouldn't judge myself on what I achieved or what this group achieved within the three or four years that we were there but maybe six or seven years after we've left and I think I'd be more interested in that than than what we've achieved you know mm-hmm. uh, like Jack you talk about your, your, your love and interest in, in player development there's probably not many more things you can do for player development than maybe win a trophy for a county that, that doesn't win trophies too often like I still remember Monaghan winning a, a Division 2 league title years ago and a, a civic reception in Monaghan Town like we all saw the scenes in Mullingar after the, the Tottenham Cup success this year like is the hope that incidents like that and, and moments like that can, can help inspire the next generation of footballers in your county well I think it's important to know like our, the top counties have experiences like that they provide experiences like that to their supporters um, much more often in, in counties like Westmead who are working very very hard 
to develop it, to raise the standards, to connect with the younger supporters and younger players. We need something every generation or every now and again. Like 2015 was probably the last big thing. I know the guys got to, the lads got to two Leinster finals, but beating beating Mead for the first time ever, that was that meant an awful lot to West Mead. This year we won the Talton Cup. 2004 we won the Leinster. We had success with underage for probably 10 years prior to that. Um, and all of these things are just very, very important for fueling motivation and passion and commitment from the next generation of footballers coming through. And I just felt, look, I, I think while it's always great to win a championship match, you know, and in terms of the Talton Cup, it's extra special winning the championship match in Crow Park. And then to put them back to back is extra special. And then not only that, you have a younger generation of supporters in Westmead who travel to Crow Park, experience a great day, and then see Kevin Maguire lift a piece of silverware. So hopefully that'll be etched in their memory and that'll drive them forward and, you know, maybe play the game a wee bit more and maybe um, be a little bit more determined to go out and represent their club and go on and represent their county. Just talking about that uh, piece around, like, exactly that point, leaving Westmead sort of football in a better position six, seven uh, years down the line. Where do you trace that philosophy, if that's not too lofty a phrase for back to? Um, like I've, I've, I've been um, influenced and touched by so many great coaches that I've experienced over my career. Um, but I've also, I really understand what the GA is all about, you know, that community, that's, you know, that identity, the parochialism and so on. It's a very, very important part of it. Uh, and Westmead just got into my, it just got into my blood, you know, as a young kid and as a young player. And I've always, I've always wanted Westmead to do well, you know, and there's many, many ways of doing that. Winning is one way, but I think setting realistic targets is another thing. But I think, in, you know, just being really, really good role models um, is very, very important for our lads to show a good example and influence the younger generation of players coming through because, you know, that's very, very important to me. Sorry, Adrian. Like, just, just that word parochial that you mentioned there, Jack, like, uh, it adds a different element to it when I guess when you're a, a local manager. I think Brian Murta was maybe the last Westmead man to manage, West, uh, to manage the county back in 92, before yourself, of course. Like, does, that, does that add a different element to it? I know a lot of counties at the minute who are looking for managers or trying to think whether the, the right idea is to go outside the county or, or from within. Like, did that, when you, when you first took over, and I guess we can get nostalgic about your time in charge now, but did that add an extra layer of pressure? Because everyone in the county knows you, of course. Um, I guess how I would how I would re- reply to that. It's very very difficult looking at your own situation, but what I would certainly say this year we brought in we we had Cotton Mullen involved previously, and Cotton was involved with us again this year. Then we brought in Desi and John Kane this year, and I could get the sense of talking to the players how much it meant to the players to have Westmead people driving it on and, you know, involved in, in the management and the coaching aspect of it. And that's when I really got a sense of what it meant to the players. Um, before that, I probably wasn't, even though I, I, I worked hard and I wanted to get more Westmead people involved, um, hopefully then that will filter its way down because 
you know, it becomes a systematic approach then. You know, you start developing your own coaching philosophy within the county. You start developing your own coaches. There's a pathway there for them. Um, so this, this year, I'd say, just going back to your question, this year was probably the first year I realised by talking to the players how important it was for them to have the likes of Cahal, John Kane and Desi involved. And funny for, for all that, uh, Jack, I have to say from listening to you over the last few minutes, there's huge shades of what Paddy would have spoken about, like the, you know, punching the tree is, you know, that's like trying, you know, trying to punch a Westmead man or whatever. And the, the Alan Mangan, famous Alan, Alan Mangan uh, speech about no Westmead man and the loaf of bread and all that stuff. Like there's definite influences of that, it seems to me, in you. Yes, yes. And like, look, I spent two years with Pawdy and it was remarkable. It was a magical, magical time. And, and what a great coach and a great Shanaki and storyteller and fantastic motivator. And I certainly listened a lot more than I spoke in those couple of years, I can tell you that. Um, but it's amazing, even the current bunch of lads, how much 2004 meant to them as young, as young, younger people, younger persons, young supporters. Uh, and they always refer back to that, you know, and how much that helped them and how much that inspired them. And all we're doing in our little patch in Westmead is just trying to do really, really good housekeeping, try to ensure that we're competitive down the line and just commit to that process and commit to that kind of longevity of Westmead. If we can consistently compete at a higher level or at the next level and we're pushing and pushing for that I think that should that should uh, raise the standards throughout the county because the clubs are putting in huge work they're developing a line of players coming through there's a great love of the game in Westmead and uh, we, we're just very very happy that we can represent that even Jack, like we're speaking about the start of the show this morning about Dunny counties like Donegal and Monaghan maybe struggling to find an, an intercounty manager at the moment. Like as someone who who's been in that position uh, for the last number of years, and obviously there's the intense scrutiny on social media and stuff, and things aren't going as well as they should be. Uh, like, can you understand why why some people would be reluctant to step into intercounty management now that you're looking from the outside in? Um, like it is demanding there's no doubt about that it is demanding um, but you need to know what you're getting into you know maybe look at to me I never really put pressure on winning anything never really put pressure on myself I'll be honest never really put pressure on the players but I felt there's a process that you need to get through about making sure players are happy make sure players feel that they're challenged make sure that they are um, getting something out of it and not just giving all the time um, and getting something out of it, their reward, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a cup. You know, it's it, it's a it's a symbol for sure of their hard work. But I think it's very, very important that they're continuously enjoying it. And and um, how they enjoy it is true. You know, it's a, it's a great lifestyle. You know, they're, they're fit all the time. They eat well. They, they rest well, they recover well. It's a great bunch of competitive athletes to be involved with. You're dealing with very, very good coaches, trying to improve you personally and as a footballer and an athlete. So it's a, it's a fantastic environment to be in. Um, but in some cases, in some counties, there's more pressure on delivering results and winning. 
in Westmead, I never felt that. You know, I don't think the players felt that. I try to insulate them from it. And we try to just be better every week. So I guess it just depends how you interpret what, what the demands and what the expectations are. Can I ask you a couple of ones just on, on the football side of things, Jack? First of all, on the journey this year and um, particularly for me, the 20 minutes against Longford where it was a slow start and suddenly Westmead turned up and killed the game and looked, they were play- looked like they were playing at a level that if they played for that, like that for, uh, against any of the top teams for a prolonged period that they'd, they'd put it up to them. Did you know that that was... Was that a, was that a moment for you where the penny kind of dropped or did you know, listen, there's something... Did you know long before that there's something brewing here? Yeah, you know, even again in a season and even even within a game, you're searching for form and you're searching for for something to click or you're search, searching for something to just drop. I think when you go from, you'll certainly carry a bit of form um, from competition to competition. Um, yeah, and and a lot of it is just really trusting the players, you know, and the players believing that they have the work done. It was a disappointment for us not to get promoted from Division 3. We had opportunities. But in hindsight, if we had got promoted, we wouldn't have experienced what we experienced with the Talton Cup. Mm. Um, we ran Kildare close to three points. Um, they were well-deserved vi- uh, victors on the day. We were we were second best for sure. And uh, they beat us by three points. If we had brought that to three points with on the 65th, 66th minute, it would have been an interesting last 10 minutes. Mm. And if we had won that, we wouldn't have been able to enter the Talton Cup. So, I don't know. Sometimes things are just met out. Are just They just happen for a reason. And uh, I think in hindsight, you know, what we experienced with the Talton Cup as a result of the performances we put in prior to that, I don't think, you know, maybe getting a moral victory or a moral defeat in, in a in a Leinster final or maybe a, a qualifier down the line, it definitely wouldn't have, have delivered what we experienced travelling home after winning the Tatton Cup. No, there's a real, and I've sat through the deflation about getting the excitement about getting to a Leinster final and everybody knows what's coming down the turnpike and it's yeah. it's a hard one to deal with. And we've actually chatted to Andy McEntee not that long ago in the studio here shortly after his time at Meath came to an end and Billy O'Loughlin of Longford as well about the value of the Leinster Championship. What's your, as a team who've, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody come close to putting it up to Dublin over the last while, but certainly contested plenty of Leinster finals against them over the last number of years. What's your view on the value or otherwise of the Leinster Championship? What I what I'd say to you on that is like when when the the new proposals came out for the championship earlier in the season, like we I asked the players what 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 was their thoughts, uh, and they really really value a provincial title. They would love to win a Leinster championship, and they want to win a Leinster championship. You know, it's it rates very very highly on on. Um, their their bucket list or, or what they'd like their list of, I'm surprised list to hear that in, in, in some ways yeah. Jack yeah yeah they really are and you know when we had the green and the blue proposals for the new championship structure you know the lads hand, to a man they want to go after provincial championship it really means a lot to them it's they value it very very highly and then what comes after that comes after that. Even and though it's it's nearly an impossible task. I mean, I know you're not going to discuss that internally. When it comes up, you're not going to say, listen, forget about that. But it's it's fairly much an impossible task. Yeah, but I look at I think um, every county just has to work harder. And I've said this over, over the years. Every county has to be in a long-term plan to compete with Dublin. Dublin have brought the game to an unbelievable level. 
you know, and I know uh, Kerry have won championship this year and they've brought it to it. It just, the standards, the quality of play, the quality of the player is just increasing year on year. And I think what Dublin have done for the game, you know, as a whole and in Leinster, they've just raised the standards so much. And you can see counties now are getting, they're putting in strategic structures to compete with Dublin in the long term. And I think that's only better for the game. I know uh, a lot of the talk in Westmeath now, Jack, is going to be around your uh, potential successor. It's the same in my own county in Monaghan. But, uh, and look, the two lads you mentioned, John Cain and, and Desi Dolan, certainly will be, will be among those names mentioned. Is this going to be a, an Alex Ferguson scenario where you get to give your blessing to your, to your successor? Oh, yes, absolutely. Because, um, look, at, um, there's a great bunch of lads, great bunch of players there. There's a lovely blend of experienced and younger players learning their trade. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. The days are gone now where you bring in a young fella and you, you put him straight in. There, there's a development process that they must come through prior to stepping into that arena. And even when they're in that arena, there's a development process. So, um, look, Westmead is going to be in is, is going to be in very, very good hands. The boys down on the county board, they know exactly uh, where where the lads are at, where the team is at, at what stage they're at, and what, what's their next step what's required so I have full faith and full trust in, in the process and who's going to be appointed I don't know who's going to be appointed <laughs> they'll have my full backing but like I said I'd hope to contribute to the future of Westmead in some shape or form so that that, um, that we get more days in Crow Park It'd be good to have that consistency, wouldn't it? Of the the two lads known, sort of like building on the momentum. It seems like a really obvious choice, rather than I know there's been plenty of names touted, but that continuity from a successful team feels to be somewhat important. Yeah, yeah. Like um, there's a lot of things there. With, with you know, if you even take the group of players, there's, I guess if you want to call it that psychological safety of of they they know they know the lads, they know the routine they know the standards and so on and so forth and it would be great to continue that on um, and maybe with a couple of additions here there I don't know so um, yeah that would be fantastic and I and I think as, as we alluded to earlier the fact that the players were so buoyed by Westmead people being involved in the setup, I think you know you can't ignore that I think that's that's an important ingredient yeah, well, listen, uh, well done on 2022 and, and, and the years that preceded it and best of luck with the new gig. Thanks, William, for jumping on. Thanks very much, lads. Take care. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 